Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. I try to live my life, live my life every day. Keep out of strife, come what may. I try to do unto others as I'd have them do to me. But it can't be done for everyone and now it's plain to see. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Conspiracy Underground. We are the Conspiracy Underground news team and the tag team champions of the podcast world. I am the lunatic fringe, the left lip ghost, and with me as always is the radical one, the right lip Ryan Dean. And joining us with the most legit bat I have ever seen is Joe, the host of Legit Bat Podcast. How are you, Joe? A host. A host. And, uh, Jen yes. wanted to let you know that she uh, gave her permission for me to come on and hang out with you guys. <laughs> the, the funny thing, I was going to try and incorporate that as uh, the man who who uh, killed chivalry and brought back se- sexism uh, to let his wife have time to come on to be Bean of the Week. So, Joe, you are the Bean of the Week. Uh, let everybody know who, oh, if if they don't know where you to find your podcast, let them know where you can find you. And, uh, yeah, we'll get into uh, shooting the shit. Just anywhere you find podcasts. Uh, I mean, we're, we're kind of big on uh, Telegram. We love being in there with everybody and uh, Instagram, you know, all the, all the places. Just I always just say Google it because there's nobody else with that name, luckily. So anytime you Google legit bat, you're just going to get all of our shit all on the first page. And it's a legit bat. I've, I've seen pictures. Is this a dick? It's a dick. Okay. What? That's we look interesting. The legit bat reference is a dick, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's a dad dick. It's, it's from Workaholics. Yeah, it's a dumb inside joke that we just thought was hilarious, and then Ben decided to name the show that, and here we are. Oh, I was hoping it was something cool, like the first time that you and Jen slept together. She <laughs> like was like, dude, Joe's dick is like a legit bat. You know <laughs> what I mean? Uh, no, it actually did turn into something more because uh, when she first moved, I thought I told you guys a story, but yeah, when she first moved out here, my roommate at the time had a Louisville slugger and we always thought that part in Workaholics was hilarious. So he's like, Jen, do me a favor, write big bubble letters on this bat, write legit on this bat. And she's like, what am I doing? So anyway, <laughs> we, we ended up, it became a baton, like a King Scepter. That's where I kind of got the idea for the artwork is a... Uh, Anytime somebody would be all getting drunk and shit and whoever said the wittiest thing of the night would be presented with the legit bat. Like you're the king for tonight. So then at our wedding, my roommate married us and he presented her at the end of the ceremony with the actual legit bat that's still in our house. So, Oh, that's cool. That's actually a a long story. Yeah. (laughs) That's a lovely story. No. Yeah. It's much better (laughs) than, uh, than just a simple dick joke. It's got some history there. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, man. What's going on with you, Ghost? Not much. Uh, enjoyed Thanksgiving. Uh, had an extra day off because I, I, I burned a day just to have, uh, you know, five days off in a row. And, you know, relaxed and went to Thanksgiving dinner at her her family's. Ate a lot. I ate a ton. I mean, whew. And then uh, the following day, made uh, Thanksgiving dinner here. So, and I spatchcocked 
that bitch, that that bird got spatchcocked, and it turned out great. Sounds lovely. My favorite way to show. Oh, you don't know what spatchcocking is? It's not yeah. as dirty as it sounds. Yeah. It's where you take the the backbone out and kind of butterfly it out. Cooks a lot more even than just keeping the whole bird, mm-hmm. you know, in one piece. It looks okay. weird. Yeah, you cut yeah. the backbone out, you flip it over, and then you act like you give it CPR and you break the breastbone, and it, it flattens everything out. Everything cooks even. I took two sticks of butter, one under the skin of each tit, and uh, well, I chunked it up, put that in there, loaded it up with Dano seasoning, and holy hoo-wee, slap your mom. It was I good. like that Dano's, by the way. I got some spicy Dano seasoning, oh. and it's really good, dude. Like, I think it's like spicy Cajun or some shit. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's like all natural stuff. There's no uh, weird chemicals in there or anything. Super low sodium. Nice. Super low sodium. So you can use a lot more of it. That's important. It's important. But Joe, you know that we always shoot the shit up front here a little bit. I got to know about your Thanksgiving, dude. I got to know about what, what what went on this weekend. You do any Black Friday shopping? You getting anything fun? Fuck no. No, I, I stay away. From, I got I got to work on Black Friday, so I'm not doing any kind of shopping. But uh, gotcha. drank too much on Thanksgiving. Ended up karaokeing way too late. Then had to get up at six thirty for work. So, but the rest of it was amazing. Uh, I, I guess me and Ghost were on the same page. I used two sticks of butter on my turkey, and I, I didn't put it under the skin because first of all, it gross, and it's a pain in the ass to try to get that skin apart from the breast. You know. So I just slathered the whole bird in two sticks of butter and then threw it on the Traeger for about six hours and. Oh, then I realized I don't think I've ever cooked a turkey myself um, because we usually go to family or my parents or something, you know, and I, I just realized as it was cooking, I'm like, I don't think I've ever cooked a fucking turkey before. Huh. <laughs> first, I haven't, no, to be no. honest. The first time I ever smoked a turkey, I, I did the same thing. I slathered it with butter and then I would flip it every hour because this was before I even knew what spatchcock was. So I was I was flipping it every hour, but every half hour I was basting it with nothing but melted butter. And that skin came out so fucking crispy. I mean, you just wanted to peel it off and eat it like it was pork rinds. <laughs> you know, you just like <laughs> do that. You're an adult. Yeah. Let's do it. Do whatever you want. So so you no no other extracurricular activities other than just uh, the the good old family Thanksgiving. You get in there, you do that, you eat the traditional shit, the turkey, the green bean casserole, the stuffing. What's your favorite side, Joe? Uh, I think it's just because we only have it about once a year, but green bean casserole, love it. Uh, Fire. And make my own uh, fried onions for the top. None of that none of that bagged shit. Oh, know. nice. No Frenches. No, no, no. Fry up the American. onions myself. Makes the house smell amazing. It's, it's delicious. But I actually had to make a second batch of green bean casserole because i didn't have enough of the leftover casserole the next day you know you put i was talking to ghost about it you put the turkey and the mashed potatoes everything all in one pan cook it up did that yesterday enjoyed it just as much but yeah we we made all the food all the stereotypical colonialist white people food we we had it way too much of it i like it yeah Mm. i agree with you dude as far as those basic ones go i'm a big fan of stuffing and i'm also a huge fan of green bean casserole Get the fuck out of here with these yams and marshmallows. I'm not into that gay shit. But we had that too. I did not try it. I'm not yeah, into I'm it. not into it, dude. I'm not into it. No, I mean, I understand, Ghost. You know, it's a it's a fun thing. It's sweet. You know, you mix it in. But I, I mean, give me a little. The cranberries are enough sweetness for me. With the it's fucking baby food. These these yams with the it it just reminds me of baby food. I'm like mm. I feed it to my dogs. Man. Oh, there you go. So yeah. without the marshmallows, I, I'm gonna school you. You get the the yams in the can. The Buck, buck, buckies or whatever they are. 
Yeah, it's like a brown can. Yeah. Yep. Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you, it says on there, uh, Bucky's yams, right? And then if you look right under it, it says canned sweet potatoes and syrup. Yams and sweet potatoes are completely different. So what you're actually eating is sweet potatoes. You're not eating yams. Okay. And, uh, I knew there was a difference, but I couldn't tell you. One, one, uh, the yam comes from like more of a Central America, and it's more of a, a fibrous tuber versus, I mean, it's still starchy and what have you, but it, it's not like a, a potato by any means. But I got to disagree. I like the candied, what they call candied yams or sweet potatoes. I made some in my cast iron, threw it in the oven, a little bit of bite of that with a little turkey and a little stuffing. And my favorite side, hands down, all day, every day, stuffing. Stop, load me up yeah. with some stuffing. I, I can't get enough of it. Well, stuffing, are we talking cornbread stuffing or more traditional stuffing? I can I can do both. I, I grew up on traditional um, stuffing with just bread, you know, and what have you. I've had cornbread stuffing. It's just as good. It gives it a little bit of, sweet, of sweet sweetness to it, you know, from the cornbread and what have you. But, man. Cornbread uh, stuffing. Is that, a, is that a southwestern thing? Or I, I don't think southern, I've ever tried that. Like a southern southern thing. Is it? Yeah. I thought it was kind of, I thought it was all over the place because at Walmart they sell like traditional and then they sell like the broken up because like traditional is like cubed pieces uh-huh. of the bread, right? And then you've got like um some other kind where it's like ripped up pieces that are smaller, and then you've got the cornbread, which is ripped up as well. But yeah, dude, it's uh yellow, green, and red boxes, man. You go for the yellow every single time here. That's just my thing. You throw some celery, some onions. Uh, you know, spices, chicken stock. Don't be cooking it in water. Don't no. fuck around here. Use chicken stock and to butter, cook it. Butter and Lots you can't butter. go wrong. Got to cook that the the celery and onions and a lot of butter. Butter as well. Yes, butter's a must. Uh, actually, I mean, ran out of I, butter. I mean, I don't think gravy's uh, underrated at all. But I mean, that is it. Just really puts the icing on the cake. Mm. Literally, when you're, I mean, even if your bird's you know nice and moist and whatnot, I mean, not that chalky bird you grew up in the '90s with. But uh, any, I mean, the gravy on the stuffing, uh, gravy yes. on gravy on basically fucking everything. And I had to make second batch of that too because it, it went fast. Like homemade gravy goes down quick. That it does. Well, my thing too, man. Homemade gravy, obviously far superior, but the package gravy isn't that bad. People try to talk shit. They try to get like, oh, dude, you're using this. It's so easy to make real gravy. The package powder gravy shit is fine. And I'm pretty picky with food. Like if if someone's going to, you know, really slum it and make some shitty stuff instead of like trying. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Go the extra mile. Do what you got to do. I'm fine with the package gravy. I don't know how you guys feel with it, too. I just more of a. I always have everything to make gravy on hand. It's like three ingredients. It's like butter, flour, and chicken stock or whatever kind you're making. So I always have those things. So I would have to actually go out of my way to get packaged gravy. It's mm-hmm. the same thing with, uh, like taco seasoning. I haven't made, I haven't bought taco seasoning in I can't remember how long because I have everything to make it in my house all the time. So why would I do that? You know? Let me guess. Yeah. Your taco no, seasoning really consists of just dried guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> Dried guacamole, jeez. Not into the dried guacamole. That's rough. I'm not into guacamole. Um, what you? What? I mean, I don't know if you you talked about it a little bit. What you did, but uh, anything else that you get into over the weekend? Um, just watch some some movies. Nothing, nothing too serious. Uh, rewatched uh, an old favorite. I think it was Wednesday night or Tuesday night. Um, 
you might laugh at me, but I've seen this movie a lot of times. It's one of my favorite kind of ninja movies, but it was Ninja Assassin. And, you know, mm-hmm. had to had to rewatch it. I rented it for $2.98 on Prime. And uh, it really enjoyed myself. Drank some beers and, you know, relived, uh, you know, watching that ninja, ninja, ninja. So that that was a good one. Um, trying to think what else we watched. Oh, we watched this... Um, Movie that I watched, I gave a review on here months and months ago. Um, I think it was called Wilhelm or something like that. It was on Stars because we, I got Stars. It was for $20 or $40 for the whole year. I was like, fuck it, I'll just get it. I had already watched it. It was that one where the, the female cop was a rookie and she was doing her, la- her first shift at the old precinct that was closing down that her dad worked at and he had died and what have you. It's kind of like a horror kind of psychological thriller, but I forgot how it ends. I mean, it just ends, and the wife was just like, "You said they piece, yeah. You said they piece everything together." I said, "Yeah, I think I got confused on something else because I I remember giving a review on this, and it just ends, and I was kind of pissed that it just ends, but it it, it was good all the way up until the end. <laughs> it was just like you couldn't put fifteen twenty more minutes into the movie to like give a final conclusion, but mm, I don't know." Eve pet peeve with movies these days and tv shows they they put so much work in such a great story then at the end you're like fuck what that was it uh we watched one this week called no one will save you i don't know if you guys have talked about that or heard about that one at all it's on i think it's on prime weirdest i mean it's a great movie but the weird part is there's five words of dialogue in the entire movie like that's it they say five words Oh. And the rest of it is all just kind of like implied and acting. It sounds weird, but it's a great fucking movie, especially for having no dialogue. Like mm. very well done. It's about an alien invasion type of thing, but yeah, it's a it's kind of an art piece, I guess. Because who writes a movie with zero dialogue? But it yeah, works. Weird. It, it's almost like it reminds me when you say a movie with five words. I think of that. Uh, I think it was Phone Booth with uh, Colin uh, Colin Farrell. And the guy from 24, mm-hmm. Kiefer Sutherland, right? And this dude's stuck in a phone booth the entire time because, like, a, a sniper's got him pinned down in a phone booth. And you think, like, how interesting can this movie possibly be without this dude moving and going anywhere? It's The whole thing's filmed inside of a phone booth. But it's really good, like, especially the first time you watch it. Maybe you go in with low expectations. Um, but I mean, phenomenal movie, man. So, yeah, that, w- that sounds like a pretty interesting one. Anything with aliens is always cool, dude, so. I'm down. Oh yeah, hell yeah! Just think like uh, you know, think about one one scene in a whole movie. Twelve Angry Men, classic fucking movie. Right, it, right. The whole movie is in the jury room, like the entire thing. But it works. It 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 was a great movie, even for an old timer. Yeah. No. Yeah, you're on with that, um, dude. For me this weekend, man, a pretty busy week, pretty fun weekend. My dad's birthday it was was Black Friday this year. Um, you know, had some fun with that, uh, went and spent a bunch of money on black Friday. This is the first time that I've been able to go shopping on black Friday. Cause usually I'm working. Um, but yeah, went and got a, a few big screen TVs, one for me, one for my parents, um, got like, you know, a bunch of clothes for my dad. Cause he's lost a shitload of weight. So he needs a bunch of clothes. Everything looks big on him when he wears, he looks like a baby wearing his clothes. And uh, so, yeah, man, just did that. We went out to uh, to get some steaks and stuff for his birthday after eating a bunch on Thanksgiving. You know, we do the Mexican food thing, tamales, tacos, 
chilaquiles, all this fun stuff, man. It was really good. It was way better than Dude, that. next time you make tamales, let me know and I'll send you my address because I need some authentic fucking tamales. <laughs> the last time I got those, when I worked at restaurants and I had this Mexican dude that would make them like once a week and sold them for like a buck each homemade salsa and everything i miss that shit please send me tamales <laughs> dude i mean you sound like you've been getting into cooking a lot you could make them so easily dude and if you have leftover turkey turkey tamales are actually really good mm, I I, you just no, gotta all you gotta tamales, do dude. Oh, it's ahead. a royal pain in the dick i read through all the instructions steaming and wrapping them up it just seems like more work than it's worth i'd rather just buy them yeah, it is easier to buy them because especially often. people people sell them cheap. You know what I mean? So yeah, it is. But oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'd be happy to try and send them to you. I just don't know how that'd work out. We'd have to like pack it with some dry ice or something, you know, so that they'd stay yeah, cold. FedEx. But yeah, FedEx it uh, overnight. Some tamales, get a dozen tamales and some homemade salsa. But uh, <laughs> yeah, man, just a good good time. I always really just stuff our faces with these things, but. I say we move right into the news, man. Yeah, um, I've got more I can talk about about my weekend, but we got to get into this news. Um, lots of interesting shit going on. The main thing that I wanted to hit on right away here was that this Pentagon official at uh, the office overseeing elementary schools was arrested in human trafficking in a sting, a, a, a human trafficking sting. This dude was arrested in. I'll share this. Uh, image there's no video necessarily that i have but uh yeah pretty wild that this dude has something to do with elementary schools under the biden administration getting popped in human trafficking this is not cool um so this guy's name is uh stephen francis hovenick uh this is a top administrator for the pentagon school systems in the americas region and he was arrested november 15th in a human trafficking sting in Coweta County, Georgia. Um, and this is reported by the Daily Seller News Foundation. Wild, dude. This is a 64-year-old dude out of uh, Sharpsburg, Georgia. And yeah, uh, wild, wild concept here, man, that there's people that are at the top of, I mean, nationwide, this dude is sitting atop the fucking elementary school board, essentially. And he's getting arrested for potentially human trafficking. I don't know what you guys think about this. Like right away, obviously, I have I have my ideas on how you feel here. But I mean, Joe, I see your face. What do you think about this, dude? I mean, I hate to say it, but it's not like surprising, especially with all this all this type of stuff kind of coming into the mainstream with people talking about it. And I think people are more on the lookout for it now. So we'll probably end up seeing a lot more of this. Um, from top you know top men because uh i mean it, it's all over the place and, and you know it's more uh out there than we're ever going to be told so i i'm not surprised by it but i mean it's just like what the fuck like don't think that's the thing people it should be it should be surprising right because i'm right there with you it should be surprising we should be like wow this is this has never been like thought of before how crazy is it that potentially our elementary schools here with the kids, the future generations of the world are being ran by people that want to fuck them? You know what I mean? Yeah. This this shouldn't be a thing. But like you said, dude, this isn't that surprising, especially when you see how Joe Biden sniffs kids like he's doing lines off the back of their heads. I mean, this dude is just sniffing kids constantly, and he's surrounded himself with a lot of pedophiles, dude, a lot of people that 
that seem to be into that kind of thing. Um, ghost. I mean, what did what you better think? Job? What better job for somebody who wants to fuck kids than to get into something like that? And if they can keep it on the down low long enough to get hired, they're in. And then we have this. Mm-hmm. I mean, Epstein was a was an educator. You know what I mean? Supposedly. Yeah. Um, I know some creepy teachers. Like I don't I don't associate with them, but they're like you know friends of friends. And I'm like, dude, this dude's weird. You know, when my sister was younger, this one almost family friend would make like weird comments on her. And it was just weird. Like he wouldn't say anything that was like crossing the line. But when you're suspicious of someone and then they say a certain thing, you're like, the fuck are you talking about? You know, Um, but ghost, when I shared this with you, you said that you'd seen it. Yeah. Did you find any kind of deeper information here on this? I tried looking. I found a couple. Oh, I found one clip on, on TikTok, but it was just a brief kind of summary of this guy saying what he found. Uh, my thing is, uh, we all speculate, and it's probably a fact that this is Obama's third term, and he's the one calling the shots. Now, if you look at who Obama appointed for the uh, Amber Alert system, that lady who right. who was in charge of you know child trafficking and what have you, it's no different than what Obama told Biden to appoint this dude, you know, and, and we all hear the, the stories out of Disney and these top Disney execs and, and how, how they're, you know, diddling kids and they're caught up in these sex rings and, and what have you and, and stings. Nothing's going to happen. We're, we're going to hear about it. And that's about it, unfortunately. And that, that's what kind of pisses me off is because, all right, we know about it, but everybody's just like, so desensitized that they're just like, oh, that yeah, this guy got caught in a child sex trafficking ring. Um, okay, what what are you doing tomorrow, bud? You you, you want to go? You want to go catch a couple rounds of golf? And it's like, right, well, it, it's demoralizing, and yeah. it might be by design that mm-hmm. it's like that because they everybody sees this stuff and then they see nothing happens. So the next time it comes out, they're just kind of like, what can we do? Like, nothing ever happens, right? Well, yeah. they get five years in jail. Like what? Just like this. Yeah, whole- you get less. Uh- you get less prison time for, you know, doing horrible things to children than you do like skipping on, on taxes and shit. You know, that's wild. But oh, yeah. uh, the person that you were thinking of uh, ghost is Laura Silsby. Yes. That, that name rings a bell. And, and yeah, for people that don't know, dude, like not conspiracy confirmed child mm-hmm. trafficker out of Haiti uh, tied to the Clintons. And I think that, I don't know if she got put in charge under Obama or under Clinton. Maybe it was Clinton, but she's, either one it's one and the same but yeah man wild wild stuff there when you look into that that was one of the first like big conspiracies that or i guess it's kind of a more you know fringe conspiracy theory but it is real i mean this mm-hmm. is a real thing that laura silsby was popped and uh you know the people of haiti want this woman's head on a stake uh going around just taking kids and giving them to the clintons so wild shit but um yeah man crazy stuff hopefully this can get fixed but I don't know. I don't know how it does, man. The corruption's so deep. I think that it's on both sides. You know, I think Trump probably had something to do with some shady shit like that too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, you're not going to convince any conservatives that Trump would potentially be affiliated with any of that stuff, right? You can convince the conservatives that, you know, the Clintons were and all these different people, the Obamas and George Soros and all these things they are into adrenochrome and all that stuff. But then you're not going to be able to convince the Democrats that these 
powerful Democrats are also affiliated. They're going to think that Trump was involved, but they're not going to see it on both sides. No. And I think that's the big problem there. So I don't know, man, we got a lot of work to do, but I don't I'm see any sure of it getting it, done. It, all over the place at the top levels. Like I, it seems to be their go-to thing is kid fucking. I don't know why that is maybe because they've done everything else with their money that they can ever do. So that's the next logical step. I don't know. Gotta but be bribery too, Joe. Oh you yeah. yeah. I, I wouldn't put it above anybody though. That's at the top. This is where the fracturing of our society comes down to is because they're pitting us against two different sides when really it's just us versus them. It's mm-hmm. not, us versus us. So I, it drives me nuts when, you know, I mean, I, I would tend to be more conservative Republican, which 10 years ago I would have been called the bleeding heart liberal. So that's confusing, but uh, right. the way that it goes now, yeah, I would, I would tend to want somebody like Trump back in the white house more than anybody else. But at this point, I really don't give a fuck there. Nothing ever changes, you know, no matter who wins, we lose. So who cares? Yeah. Now with you saying that, what do you think, both of you guys, about the um, the idea where, I mean, there's major news articles that are coming out where they're talking about a third party is gaining more traction than ever. I don't know if you've seen that, Ghost. Have you noticed that kind no, of shit? No, I haven't, actually. Because if that if that's the case, that means uh, uh, Bobby the K, uh, the op himself, is, is gaining more traction than Trump and, and Biden. And he, he, he's, well, so he's been kind of the weak three times. You. Sorry to jump in. The, no, the, there's, they'll still tell you that Biden has the edge on polls right now. They'll, mm-hmm. they'll still tell you that, which I don't know anyone that's a Biden supporter other than like two people. You know, right? no, and I know no a Biden lot. Supporters. There's just Trump haters. That's all it is. Well, so I don't want to give anything away here. And it's not Brandon, you know, because everyone, whenever I mention like, <laughs> you know, somebody that's a Biden supporter, they're like, oh, it's Brandon. Brandon's one of the two. We'll just blame uh, it on I'm Kim. I'm not even really counting him. Just blame it on Kim. Go ahead. Yeah, right. Now, Kim, <laughs> dude, I mean, Kim, honestly, her her um, political ideology is aligned with mine fairly. I don't know if that's because she knows that I'll just like make fun of her really bad, if not, <laughs> or if it's legit. But it seems to be legit, at least to me. But someone that I respect very much, um, I mean, just does, doesn't seem to be a Trump hater. They probably are, but they seem to be, and I'm using they to be very woke. I don't want to say he or she because it, it might give it away. Yeah, Zer, the Jim, the Shim. Um, yeah, man, they they seem to they seem to just be a genuine Biden fan. And what they were saying. And it almost made sense, but at the same time, I'm like, no, this, this is not possible. An, a, a boss can only be in charge of like around 100 people maximum, right? Like a CEO, you can really only oversee about 100 people max, and that's if you're on your shit. It's hard to supervise 100 people, right, efficiently and know what's going on and all the details and all that stuff without like micromanaging and driving yourself crazy. And they were saying like th- – they felt like Biden was appointing the proper people that he felt needed to do these certain jobs. And I pushed back on that. I'm like, you're literally, I I actually want to talk with them about this situation where, you know, there's a fucking pedophile that is ahead of elementary schools here. That could be like the worst possible, you know, person to be in charge of this. Right. So I don't know. It's just interesting when you start thinking about it like that, where there's only a certain amount of actual power that a president has, right? It almost really is just like 
this person's put in office just to get 50% of the country pissed off. It's really what that yeah. seems like at this point. So I love ripping on Biden. Everybody knows that. I'm, it's one of my favorite things to do is endless show fodder and memes and every. I love it. I, I yeah. eat that shit up. But it, it drives me nuts when people are, you know, oh, th- this old man is running the country. I'm like, well, okay, he's a figurehead. He's not running shit. He's not doing jack shit. They put a piece of paper in front of him and he puts his scribble mark with a crayon on it. That's it. That's the extent of his, like, he does. I don't think he's running anything. It's like, like Ghost said, it's more of Obama's third term. So come on, man. Like I said, I would make fun of him. I always do, but I still don't think he's really in charge of hardly anything. He's just, he's a logo. Yeah. My thing is, I wonder if Obama is really running it too. Go ahead, Ghost. Um, I get where they're saying that, but if you go back to when Trump was in charge, they would have said the complete opposite. Trump isn't responsible. Well, I don't know. I didn't know this, this person. No, at that right. Point. I, I'm just saying, but most most people that bring that argument, oh well, he he he's just appointing the people. Well, when Trump was in office, everything was his fucking fault. You know what yeah. I mean? Because it's oh, Republican bad, Democrat good. You know, and I'm. I'm to the point where I don't I don't give a fuck about either party anymore. You know, when when I first started getting into podcasts and what have you and, and then starting one, you know, I, I was a, a conservative. I man, I listened to Hannity, you know, Rush, you know, all of them back. And it just started getting to be an echo chamber. And it's like you're, you're, you're screaming and getting your blood pressure all high and nothing ever changes. And then the next guy comes in. And, oh, well, he, he's so good and he's so safe. There's shit Trump did, like you said, that was probably shady as fuck. And, you know, did he do a good job in a lot of areas? It, absolutely. And I think that's why they're trying to keep him tied up in, in the court system so he doesn't have time to campaign and run and, and possibly get reelected. And also why maybe these polls or this uh, news para propaganda saying that uh you know the third party is getting way more steam than than it once than it than it's ever had so i, I don't know i mean I'm even paying attention. who's the who's the third party candidate that's gaining traction i, I i'm not even paying attention to bobby the anymore. k robert f kennedy jr <laughs> the cunt of the bobby week the k. oh really the guy that talks all weird uh-huh yeah, insufferable voice, and they say, "Well, you shouldn't make fun of." I we have every right to make fun of. I have freedom of speech. Whoever the fuck we want, whoever I want. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I don't know, dude. There is something wrong with the way that we view things, and I think that you know the the idea of having two parties it makes sense for the system because you're either on one side or the other. You can't be indifferent. If you're indifferent, it's res- it's irresponsible, right? Kim actually today was watching um, some documentary on the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial. I don't know if you guys remember that <laughs> shit show you, of a distraction. You, you I mis- mean, wild you, shit. I mispronounced her last name. That was name. a week or two of, yeah. <laughs> it's Amber Heard. Amber Heard. Yeah. did the beds. I mean, yeah, wild shit. But, you know, when they, when they read the verdict and then they showed all the social media personalities that were like cheering that Johnny Depp had, you know, won and, and wasn't, you know, getting in trouble for any of this shit or anything. It's like, it's okay to, to not pick a side when two assholes are fighting. And that's what Johnny Depp and Amber Heard was. It was two fucking pieces of shit people, horrible people. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's recordings of Johnny Depp and texts of Johnny Depp saying, let's fucking burn Amber Heard, then drown her, and then I'll fuck her to make sure that she's dead. 
Mm-hmm. Literally, this dude was saying that in a text. And people are cheering when this guy wins. And at that point, it's like, yeah, this dude's a fucking psychopath, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I've said some fucked up shit, but I've never said anything about killing someone and fucking them to death. I've never said that, right? If, right. If, if we said anything close to that, it is clearly in jest. We're we're not being serious. It's it's for the yucks, you know? Right, and that's I, what he said. Serious. Oh, okay. That's what he said too, right? <laughs> so, I mean, it, and it does make sense. Obviously, he probably was joking, but I don't know, man. Like to me, that that's a horrible thing to fucking say. Like realistically, it's not funny. You know what I mean? I understand that that you know people have different senses of humor and shit, but just clearly two horrible people. This dude's passing out with fucking drugs in his hand. He's probably not the most level-headed person, but everyone's like, we hate Amber Heard so much that we got to pick Johnny Depp in this, right? Right. It's, what, it's was, the, what was the purpose of hating her? I, I, I paid so little attention to that. I got clips on Instagram and all that stuff, but why was everybody hating on her so much besides that she sucks? Because Johnny Depp's a fucking national treasure. Yeah. Oh, I mean, okay. that's why. He's the pirate of you the Caribbean. I mean? by okay. He's Edward Scissor motherfucking I mean, that, hands. That's what I gathered from it. You know, like there was neither one of them looked like good people in this, but I mean, Johnny Depp has delivered so much good content throughout the years. He's, he's done a lot of great things. I mean, blow phenomenal movie, right? If you're an adult, you like some of his work. If you're a kid, you like some of his work. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, this Jack dude's Sparrow. work. I, that's what I'm saying. His work transcends sleepy hollow. I mean, um, just countless you, you, Gilbert grape. Do not, do not leave out. And uh, you might give me flack for this, but Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. His rendition of 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 that I thought was really good. I I've I, I, I liked Johnny since I first seen him on Twenty One Jump Street when I was a kid, and loved just about every fucking movie he ever did. And then as I got older, and you start hearing things, and you're like, "Wow, this guy's a piece of shit." But and it sucks because it kind of breaks your heart because you're like, "Man." I, I loved Edward Scissorhands. I, I, now, I didn't see any of the Pirates of the Caribbean, um, but all the other movies, like you said, Gilbert, great, great fucking movie. Uh, young Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, Alice in Wonderland. I mean, holy shit. It was just a phenomenal actor, but yeah, a lot of demons in his closet. Well, it's like Jim Carrey. Like a lot of these actors that are huge and they're really, really good at acting, a lot of them are sincerely fucked in the head uh-huh. like they they and it, uh there was a movie jim carrey did uh, he was can't remember dude's name but he was playing somebody else well, what the fuck was his name was anyway it, was it man on the moon character. i maybe hey, what's you, the dude's name oh that uh, old the old comedian um there was a conspiracy theory that they thought he faked his death um he was on taxi yeah, he he Jim Carrey got so far into that role that he was literally being him offset. Yeah. Like he would be in his trailer and treating people like shit because he was still in character. And I think Andy that's Kaufman? Kind of, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. Andy Kaufman. Wait. Okay. Andy Kaufman? Yeah. yeah. No, Andy Is that it? Yeah, Andy Kaufman was the the comedian that he was portraying on Man on Man on the Moon. Um okay. and it's kind of like uh Heath yeah, Ledger with Joker. Let's kind of with your head. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He stayed in character a lot. Uh, speaking of comedy, and I wanted—I should have brought this up in the beginning. I know you told me about this months and months ago. I gotta highly recommend. This is the first comedian that I've watched on a Netflix special that had tears coming out of my eyes and my sides hurting. 
Can you take a guess Dan at Gillis? what? Who? Dan Gillis? Yes. Holy so good. fuck, dude. He's talking about Isn't that good? It. I watched a seminar on how to make a girl squirt and this and that. And he's, he's all pissed. He's like, well, my, my, my girlfriend, you know, I, her ex boyfriend was a Navy SEAL. Well, how do you follow up with that? Oh, my God, dude. I was yeah. in fucking tears. Like the, the whole, from beginning to end. Cool, like on Netflix or what? Yes. The new one. Yeah. You haven't seen I, the show? No, not yet. I haven't oh, watched dude. it. Yeah, watch, watch it, it tonight. Yeah, watch it tonight. You and Jen will both I'm, laugh your asses off. He talks about like the uh, like the general that retired that was like a dominatrix dog, <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, people might think that that's a joke, but that's like the most terrifying concept I can think of. It's just some dude that thinks he's a dog deleting villages in the Middle East, just fucking bombing shit. It's hilarious, dude. He's so good. But yeah, man, it's it's great. And I also watched um. Old Dads, Bill Burr's oh, on Netflix. Did you like it? Too. Yeah, great. I, yeah, I liked. It. I watched great it the uh, the first Friday that it that, that it dropped because uh, Bob and Tom was hyping it up on their their radio show through the week, and I was like, man, I can't wait till this drops. It dropped. I popped it. I'm like, he's saying everything that we we would say, and it, it's great. Yeah. And and the the head teacher or whatever. Uh, I don't know if you watched Lucifer. She was the I think psychiatrist and Lucifer. She's been in a couple different roles where she plays like a shrink uh, type type of yeah. person. Gr- total cunt. Yeah, total, total, total cunt. She plays part part perfect. But uh, <laughs> yeah, great movie as well. Old dads. Fuck yeah. And you don't well, even let's have move to on get... here to uh, to some good uh, clips, Joe. I don't know if you brought anything that you wanted to share here, dude. Uh, feel free to share your screen, and yeah. uh, don't forget to share your sound. And we'll just kind of rotate here. We'll go through some fucking clips. You know, I just por- wanted to lead with that. Uh, in the porn industry, they call that alternating. Alternating. Yeah, yeah. We can. Uh, what are they, they they call it other things, too. Reach around. We'll reach around reach each other right now. And we oh, I was just going to say taking turns, but OK. Tom, we can do that, too. <laughs> Joe being the, the uh, polite guy one. So I got a, co- a couple little dumb things. Uh, the second one's kind of funnier. This is just creepy, especially if you hate spiders. But so the the headline is why scientists are reanimating spider corpses for research. What could go wrong? Uh, yeah. So that spider you squished, it could have been used for science. Hmm. At least that these people think blah, 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 blah. So the gist of it. Oh, and they have this video or GIF or whatever it is. Ugh. But I, I think they're trying to use it to, because of the unique way that spiders' legs work, it's some kind of like hydraulics or something. It's really strange. Uh, they it's were like, using it as like kind of a, a picker-upper, you know, like a claw to pick up trash or something. Ooh, hey, right, right. Uh, There's a video. Let's play so, it. Like a vending machine yeah. claw. It looked like. Yeah, like that. So this dude, a scientist, was looking at a dead spider and was wondering why it dies on its back with its legs curled up. And then they figured out that the way their legs work isn't really muscle fibers. It's uh, like valves, like hydraulic valve shit. It's really strange. It's kind of interesting, actually. What they're doing with it is creepy. But uh, let's see if this uh, video will play. Let me know if you can hear the sound. The unique thing about spiders is that they actually don't have antagonistic muscle pairs. So in a human, we have our biceps and our triceps. Uh, They work to both flex and then extend the elbow joint. But when you think about spiders, they have flexor muscles that will bring their joints uh, and appendages in towards the body, but they don't have extensors. And instead they do that with hydraulic pressure that they generate uh, inside of the main cavity or chamber of their body. 
And so because of that, mm. when they die, that's why you see spiders curled up. But at the same time, that means that we can use hydraulic pressure when we use the spider as the material for our gripper to take advantage of that and extend all of its legs or joints. We're referring to these as necrobotic grippers. We're calling it necrobotics because we're using these basically dead uh, objects. Get dead the spiders. fuck out of here with that. Get the spider. We placed the needle in it, not knowing what was going to happen. We kind of had like an estimate of where we wanted to um, place the needle. And when we did it, it worked the first time, right off the bat, actually. And that was really like, I don't even know how to describe it. That moment when you see it move. It's always an Asian. Yeah. And with a name like Fei Yap or FAP. Fap, fap One fap, of the fap, applications fap, fap. we could. I, I think it's now, cool. Yes, there was a white guy in charge of the program. I was going to comment so. on that, but yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, it's weird. And it's it's a dead ass spider they're using to pick up a sponge. Like what? Why? Yeah, it's mad science. Yeah. You know what I mean, I kind of like, like it. Literally, is that Franken spider? <laughs> I mean, to your point, ghost, it is cool. Yeah, like it, it's something cool, but it's like why? You know what I mean? What what is the point of that? And and you know, you think of like how how far that's going to go potentially. I mean, they, know, I think so. those little things, I don't know if it's real or not, but you've seen those little uh, m- like fake mosquitoes that are actually drones. Have you seen pictures of this shit? Mm-hmm. I've seen pictures. I've I never seen one in real life. life. Yeah. Who knows if it's fucking real or not? But yeah, they, they have cameras and microphones on them and apparently they can just fly around. I don't know how that that's even feasible. Like, how do they keep track of those? Like, I don't, I don't know. But hey, Brave New World we're uh, moving into. So I wouldn't put it past them. I'm a firm believer. I might get a lot of, a lot of hate or feedback or made fun of, but I, I personally, I think spiders are fascinating. I love them, and oh yeah, like we get wolf spiders out here, and yet they can bite you. It's very, 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 very rare. There, if you have a wolf spider in your house, let it the fuck alone because he's killing all the other fucking spiders and every other fucking insect that's coming around, and they'll grow to their environment. I'm, they're not going to get fucking. Huge, like a fucking huge ass tarantula or nothing. Like it freak. Yeah. But, you know, I got bit by a spider uh, over the week. I think it was like Tuesday night. I woke up and I was scratching my wrist and I woke up and it was all raw and like spider bites everywhere. So one one got a hold of me. But, you know, I don't know. Maybe it'll turn me into a fucking. What's that? You have black widows out there? Yeah. Well, the wife oh, okay. was like, "That's the only one I'm scared of. The rest of them can." Well, brown recluse are pretty, pretty fucking scary too. We don't have those here, luckily, but we do have the giant ass wolf spiders. The only time it grosses me out is when you see one, like the mommy spider with all the babies on its back. Yeah, that is disgusting, and I didn't know it. Like it was at work one time, one of my coworkers smashed it because she was scared of spiders, and all the babies just scattered everywhere. Right, fucking nasty. And in your it's one mind. of my earliest memories as a kid, dude, is my dad killing a spider on a stairwell in, in their house that they still live on. In, I should say. They don't live on top. They live in it. But yeah, dude, just... I mean, you think these fucking explode. And they just run <laughs> everywhere. And my mom grabbed the vacuum. Luckily, someone was paying attention to what was going on. And just <laughs> vacuumed them all up, dude. It was wild, though. I still vividly remember this. My dad tried to kill a spider with a newspaper, and it just blew up with other spiders. We're pretty like uh, whatever with spiders. Like I'm not going to kill them on purpose or anything. If especially if it's outside, I'll just avoid it. But 
there's a Black Widow in my house, you bet I'm getting oh, a blowtorch yeah. out because fuck those things. Yeah, if it's a yeah. spider that I know that can do some pretty damn damning harm to me, like a Black Widow or a brown recluse, because the wife even said, are you sure that's not a brown recluse that, that bit you? And my stepson was like, if it was a brown recluse, um, his skin would start falling off already. Like, cause it, it, they're, no, they're it venom. takes a while. Well, a little while, but I mean, their venom just starts det- eating away at you. And if you saw the, how many bites were around my wrist, you'd be like, well, shit, how do you even fucking have a hand? But you know, it's just one, probably yeah, a little, you're night, dude. Huh? Jesus. So you got to close your door at night. <laughs> well, I like to sleep outside naked. So. Well, there needs a door open. Yeah. Okay. I think. And I wanted to see, Ghost, if we had covered this last week. I meant to cover this last week. Okay. Um, so let me know, because I actually just released episode 69, like, today. I fucking forgot <laughs> to do it. So um, let me know. I know. I forget all the time. And, yeah, we had a we had a great guest for that one as well. But, um, yeah, let me know if we covered this. Uh, this lady talking about Israel, which I know, you know, people might be like, oh, I'm tired of hearing about it. But obviously, it is something pretty important. Both my clips uh, that I want to run through first here have something to do with Israel. And then I've got some other goofy ones. But uh, check this out. I think I just figured out why the U.S., U.K., and France are so adamantly pro-Israel right now. We all knew it had to do with money, but I'm going to tell you exactly how. There's a shout out to my uncle who told me to do some research on the Ben-Gurion Canal. Yeah, and I I did. did. And I took notes. Now, who is Ben-Gurion? Okay, we did talk about this. Uh, yeah, I remember the canal. I, okay. Because uh, they wanted to add, like, a different canal up there and, like, do away with the Suez or whatever. So I'm pretty I'm pretty sure we, we played her. Hey, okay. there's the clip on that dude. What dude? Right there. Oh, yeah, the Pentagon. It's not a clip. It's just a picture. Oh, shit. All right. It's all right. You're trying. I'm trying here. Um, okay, so we'll, we'll check this one out then. This is uh, it has something to do with, uh, and, and, you know, people might have heard this. Albert Pike is a big fascination in the conspiracy world, but well, this is about World War Three, Especially lately, yeah. We just got to let YouTube load here. It's moving us over. It's a short, it's so a bu- fear not. It's a buffering. It's heard of Albert Pike? No. In the 1800s, predicted that might be a little quiet, huh? Is it quiet? Very quiet. Pike. In the 1800s, Hopefully, people can hear it. World War. What are you talking about? He was in the Illuminati. There was a letter that was found. He wrote down the game plan of what the Illuminati was going to do for the three world wars. What did he predict? Basically, this would be the last war because we all live in harmony afterwards. Let me just read what he okay. said. It's adding up quite a bit. So he said, the third world war taking advantage of the differences between the political Zionists and the leaders of the Islamic world. The war must be conducted in such a way that Islam and the state of Israel destroy each other. The other nations more divided will be constrained to fight to the point of complete exhaustion. We shall provoke a formidable social cataclysm which will show clearly to the nations most bloody turmoil. And the multitude, delusioned with Christianity, will receive the true light through the universal manifestation of the pure doctrine of Lucifer. <laughs> Have you guys heard of Albert Pike? Interesting, huh? It is interesting. And I, I know uh, there's been a lot of clips lately 
of a lot of different people talking about Albert Pike and, and this supposed letter that he wrote about the, the Third World War and, and, and many others. But at the end of the day, nobody can confirm that that is actually a letter from Albert Pike, which kind of sucks. Right. Yeah, I go around with people on this all the time. The, the Even the, you know, the people that research documents in actual you know things i'm still like i don't know whether that's real or not like you can have a stack of documents you got from the cia why you believe in them now and i'm not that this isn't real or anything but like in general like i don't even know what to believe anymore with even people who do research because i'm like where are you getting your sources like who knows you know yeah my wife made that same point to me she's like you know, you listen to podcasts, where do they get their information? They look it up on the internet and they, they search and search and search. How do you know that what they're getting is true? At the end of the day, sometimes sometimes you just have to go with a gut feeling. You know what I mean? Because like you said, why are you trusting the CIA today, but you've been railing so hard against them, but now all of a sudden they release, release one document that you kind of like and favor, so now they're your friend? I don't know. So boy is a crock of shit. Anyway, I've railed on that forever. Like it's so stupid. The the fact that it costs so much money to get a document and then they finally get it to you six months later and half of it's blacked out and it just says the and and what it's like, how is this freedom of information? This is nothing. What is this? We have no freedom of information. Do you mind, Ghost, if I if I share the other one that has a lot to do with what that dude mentioned about, like, the doctrine of Lucifer real quick before you go into yours? No. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead. All right, so check this out. Let's see, and, and I hope that you guys can hear this. I, I was trying to do a test to see if it was just YouTube or what, but let's see if this goes. In the occult, Lucifer, again? Satan, no. and the Christ are actually all the same entity. And that entity is you. So I'm going to break it down. So Lucifer represents your higher self. Lucifer, the light bringer, light is knowledge, which also represents the third eye, the pineal gland. So Lucifer represents you existing in a higher state of consciousness. Lucifer being kicked out of heaven and descending on earth represents you transitioning from a spiritual state to a physical state. Because the only way that you can go from spiritual to physical It's by slowing your vibration down. So the story of Lucifer is actually the story of humanity. God is actually the jealous God, which is the false creator that created the illusion, that created the matrix that we exist in, which is basically a trap and a cycle of reincarnation. Now, Satan represents you in your human form, the beast, the demon, the devil. This represents humanity at its base level. So Satan is actually the embodiment and the manifestation of the spiritual into the physical. So when people say that I'm a Satanist or when people say I worship Satan, what they're really saying is I worship myself. Now, the Christ represents the ascent from matter back to the spiritual plane. So all of these things represent states of consciousness in the occult. Yeah. So what do you think about that? That's pretty Gnostic. I mean, that's a... Uh, that uh, you know the demiurge and all that that seems like it, where he's getting his ideas from but i mean it makes sense mm-hmm. yeah i i kind of brought this up the other night when we were watching i forget what fucking what movie it was but they brought up uh the light bearer or the light bringer and I, and I looked at my wife and i said do you know who 
is known because, but they re- reference it as Jesus. I said, "Do you know who else is known as that in the Bible?" She goes, "No." I said, "Satan, Lucifer. He's the bringer of light." And and she just kind of looked at me and she's like, and I could tell she's like, "I don't, I really don't want to get into one of these conversations with you." And I was like, "No, that's fine. We'll we'll leave it there." But if you if you read the Bible and mo- most of these texts of other religions that all kind of are the same at the end of the day i say it all the time i they're they're man-made so what story are they trying to tell us and you know i can see okay yeah satan if i worship satan that is me because man in general man and women whatever humanity we're 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 pieces of shit at the end of the day you know what i mean like you know, I, I do things that aren't considered probably good in the eyes of God or whatever, but you struggle and you try to go to the next level to be be good. And I, I've kind of been banging this drum, you know, the old, and Joe, you probably know this probably a lot better than I do. The Old Testament God and the New Testament God, two different fucking gods here. Two way different fucking gods. The Old Testament God, he wanted to punish everybody. And the New Testament God, because Christ came back, now he's a loving God? I don't know. There's there's so many co- conflicts within the Bible, and a lot of it has to do with a lot of the books that were removed from the Bible, such as the Book of Mary and Enoch and, and Joseph and, and many others. Um, and, yeah, and it's like, you know, can we just have the real truth of what, if this stuff is actually real, give us all of it in its entirety and its truth. So we can have that knowledge so we can figure it out, but we will never get that because I think if we have that knowledge, the elites that are in charge today lose their entire power. Yeah. And I, I know uh, Ryan, you've been down kind of more of the Jesus train lately and that's awesome. Like I grew up total conservative Christian. Like I'm, in that world, but I, uh, I don't have a problem with Jesus. I have a problem with most of the people that, uh, proclaim to follow him. Not you, right. of course, but you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> those people. But, uh, they, I, I've, I have yet to have a Christian actually debate me on this, but I'm like, here's the general Christian philosophy. God created the world. Men sinned. So he had to send his own son as a human sacrifice, which is expressly forbidden in the Bible, by the way. Um, in order to save all the people that he created that didn't choose him, right? Basic Christian ideology. That's it. Um, that is not love though. If that's true, that is, that is an ultimatum that is saying, do what I want you to do. Choose me or else. When has that ever been classified as love? That's, and I don't have, I haven't heard a good fucking answer. To Usually that yet, that's so. classified you know, as domestic abuse. Right. Hmm. Yeah, uh, that's the thing, man. Like, I'm not, I, I don't really call myself a Christian. You know, I just lean towards that um, just because I, I, I do believe Jesus was probably real. Probably. I don't know. And, you know, if some, if me not, not a hundred percent, thousand percent being in on something is going to send me to a bad place, but I could rape kids and I could beat women and I could do horrible things as long as I just believe wholeheartedly in this person that uh, you know there's no solid proof of um right man, before you I, die i don't know if that's a 
Huh? Right before you die, you 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 turn your life over and yeah. everything's erased and you're forgiven and you go to heaven. Yeah, yeah man, I I just don't know if that's <laughs> right. I just don't know if that's a a legitimate religion in my opinion. I don't think any religion is really a hundred percent right. You know, so that's his idea is like the idea. I think Jesus is more of an idea to me. It's more of like an aspiration of like a you know way you should be. I, I was talking to Jen about this. I'm like everybody has. I think everybody's born with the idea of the devil and Christ in there, like kind of like that dude is talking about, you have all of it in you and it's just every day you're choosing one or the other or one of many, who knows, but, and uh, so there's no really like good people. There's just people that choose to not do the bad side of what they want to do. Everybody wants to do bad shit. I want to flip people off in traffic. I want (laughs) to, I want to fuck some shit up sometimes, but I, I try not to do, I try to keep that to a minimum, you know, not just because of legality, but because I don't want that to happen to me. So it, yeah, the whole Jesus Satan thing to me is just more of like a, like a metaphor. Idea. Yeah. Well, haven't, haven't both of you guys honestly thought about how satisfying it would be to kill a specific person. You just don't yeah. do it. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'll be the first to admit, like I have not fantasized, but I've like thought like, dude, It'd be really easy to do this and possibly get away with it, right? But I don't want to do it. You know, it, it, there's the the paranoia that would come with it. Back. Look, I'll give you the, I'll give you the perfect way out. The perfect way out. If you you want to experience that, join the military. No, no, I, I like I said, I don't really want to fucking do it. It's just like those thoughts pop in your head. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When someone does something fucked up, and you're like, man, it'd be so fucking easy just to kill you. Or if we lived in a different time, you know, this weak fucking person, physically weak person is fucking with me. And I'm like, it'd be so easy just to fucking end your fucking existence. Mm-hmm. You know, I won't stop that. 10 paces. Yeah. Let's bring that back. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's just nuts, man. But yeah. And then people will sit there and act like, oh, I've never thought about it. It's like, man, you're fucking probably the craziest motherfucker out of all of us. <laughs> well, but, now you're a lot on top of it. So. <laughs> right. 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 And for anybody but, uh, out there that didn't catch that uh, nice reference, and Joe might not even thought about it, but that was a nice, good John Wick 3 reference there, my friend. John Wick 3. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen the new John Wick. That. Yeah. You said bring back the 10 paces, right? Oh, I didn't. Uh, it's been a few months. I don't know. I forget things that, are, that were yesterday, so yeah. I don't even remember that. The duel. <laughs> bring back the duel. Duel. What do you got, Ghost? All right, what what has Ghost got here? Let, let's see. Uh, I have a few things. I want to actually start because we've been kind of pounded on this train for a little bit. Is the uh, NFL being rigged? And we we talked about it on yeah. on the top of the hour. So this nice callback. This was not over uh, the Thanksgiving uh, week uh, football game. This was the weekend before. So we're going to we're going to watch the Bears and the Lions. So this is a a conference. This is the NFC North, you know. We're going to duke it out. Pay attention to some shit here. And if you if you're not a Patreon supporter, sign up because uh you're going to want you're going to want to watch the videos of everything that we're playing. I want y'all to see how weird stuff gets with this play clock, with this game clock right here. Yellow is play clock, the white is the game clock. Seven. 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 
Detroit has all three timeouts right now. Yeah, 30 seconds on the game clock, minute mm-hmm. 10 oh, wait, on oh, the game clock. Oh, it gets even better. So we're down to a minute. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, okay. clock's still running. No timeouts. Clock's at 53 seconds and counting. 50 seconds. Thrown out of bounds at 44 seconds. Clock is stopped. 44 seconds. Third and two. Time clock is running down to 30 seconds. We got 44 seconds on the game clock. This is this is the weird shit I'm talking about in the NFL. You know? Watch this call. 20 seconds now. Different play in the second quarter does a phenomenal job of that chess game against that defense coordinator. At six seconds before they snapped it. 39 seconds. They call the timeout with 39 seconds on the clock. <laughs> Detroit call the timeout. First timeout. Now clock goes back to a minute. Detroit. Clock just went back to a minute and they count them down now. For some reason. Do they do that sometimes though? Add time to the clock? Well, it's like, 30, because of 30 seconds a call? Even though there was a timeout call, they, they run in the clock. So now it's back down to 30. You run in the clock. Now he's tackled inbounds. No, they stopped the clock though. They're supposed to stop the clock. They didn't know. Clock is still ticking. Oh, he did step out of bounds, huh? I think so, but I think they rule it. He he was tackled inbounds. I forget. Now it's back to thirty. Now it's back seconds to thirty. Again. Uh, I can see the comments okay. here. They're saying it was a the a TV error, not the official clock. But how do you know? Yeah, and then when he stepped out of bounds, I mean, if he if he was inbounds, they shouldn't have added time back on. Six seconds. No. That was a tough one for Stevenson. Lost the clock. Again, all Jared delivers against the best. Okay, so it was at 26. Uh-huh. He's coming over the edge and you're dumped out here. So you're back. You need some pains here, man. No reason to add or take away time. If it's still 26, that should be fine. Clock flashes 41 seconds. Yeah, that's bullshit right there. 41 seconds now. And it goes blank again. Hmm. Now they're hiding. That's hundred percent. That was the first actual error I saw. It's still not showing twenty-one to forty-three or whatever it was, and now they're just not showing. Uh huh. At eleven seconds. Goes out of bounds. It stops at six seconds. It should stop at six seconds. It should be six seconds on the clock. Kept ticking. Should be six, but it goes back to twenty. <laughs> like, yeah, it goes that was back weird. to twenty. 
Now, I get what people are saying when they're saying that it's an error on the TV clock because that's 100% possible. But when you take that, if that was an isolated incident, that wouldn't be a big deal, right? right. Now, the clock but, went back dude, to there's 20 for some every reason. game. There's people, go, there's teams going for field left. goals when they absolutely need to go for a touchdown to win. And they're just trying now to cover spreads so that Vegas doesn't lose their ass. Some reason the like, I'm big into back. betting, dude. I love betting on all kinds of shit, mostly football and UFC. And there's some shady shit that goes on in football, dude. Oh, big time. The, the only thing you have to do to convince me that I'm not saying it's rigged like every play. I don't think that's even possible. But, right. the, uh, you know, the odds or the probabilities or the the pushing to do certain plays or certain things um, at a certain time. Maybe the refs are in on it. All you have to do to convince me that that's happening is the amount of fucking money behind all of it. And not just people betting on it. I mean, in general, all the money that's in the NFL but then you add to it, you know, Las Vegas and stuff like that. 100% they're fucking with stuff. People that have a lot of money, a lot of interests in who wins this game, more than my 100 bucks I put on, you know, the, the Super Bowl or whatever. Yeah. Dude, yeah. That's what it is, man. It's crazy. It's, uh, it, and it's gotten so huge. And actually, um, I discovered, you know, talking with, um, you know, people that I've had on my show that uh, Ron DeSantis is a huge party. Uh, that that has helped really get the you know gambling industry mainstreamed. So uh-huh. that's kind of a wild. Mister, I like to wear concept. high heels. Yeah, I mean, he likes to do a little bit of everything. You know. What else we got? All right. Um, we'll start with. We'll go with this one. There are currently two systems running this country. Right, I pledge allegiance to the flag. Of the United States of America. Mm-hmm. Right. And to, to the, the republic, republic for which, for it, which stands. it stands. Yeah. Right. So there's a republic and there's a democracy. And they don't want you to know about that. You said you're a nationalist, right? Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a, a statesman, if you will. Okay. You're what, 40? How old 43. Are you? And you think that, that being a U.S. citizen is what you strive for, right? right. Like, No, I have rights. That's yeah. the, like you guys have privileges granted to you by the government. Okay. I have rights. What does that okay. mean? What does that mean is that yeah. they can mandate you to take a shot if they want to. How does that work within the laws? So are you mandated to drive 55 miles per hour? See, that's, I mean, the answer is no, I'm not. <laughs> I knew I'm that not. was coming. It's a city ordinance violation and, and I have constitutional rights. Yeah. Right. And one of those is I can travel across this country. You can't impede my right to travel if I'm not breaking the law. Okay. And the speed limit is not a law. It's a city ordinance violation. And according to Black's Law's Dictionary, which every court in the country goes by, the definition of a crime is when I commit harm to a person or entity, which I'm not doing any harm to a person or entity by going 80 and a 55. Now, I don't drive around speeding everywhere. Because no, I, I believe I'm trying to use that as an example. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And I do know if I get pulled over, it's going to probably cause me more trouble than I need. It kind of goes back. You've had a guest on uh, your show, Ryan. Uh, what was the website? It was a really weird website. Stupid. Yeah, it was like some pickle suit or some shit. Like yeah. stupid. Oh, like one stupid fuck. Yeah, yeah one stupid Brandon Joe. Yeah. We, we just had him back on again. He's, it's crazy stuff. I can't wait to see where he goes with it. I'm not. I don't have the balls to actually try any of this yet myself until we have a, a definite way to do this. But he's talking about discharging mortgages, all kinds of crazy shit. I'll believe it when I see it. I want to see him do it though, because that sounds fucking amazing. 
Yeah, I, man. No, I, I like the dude a lot. Uh, my, my problem with um, the way he runs it and, and, you know, this isn't me talking shit. I like the guy. He seems like a really, you know, cool dude, but it's like, he won't, he won't show people how to do it. He'll, he'll show people, but he won't give people advice. He'll say, see this article or do this. He won't actually attach himself to anyone else's work. And he, he told me as much, he, you know, and he said it on my show. So I'm not, you know, throwing him under the bus and I'm not, you know, like I said, I, I can't stress enough. I'm not talking shit here. I just think that it's a, it's an interesting way to go about something when, you have this information and you've helped, you know, however many people, but then you don't want to actually give like a concrete way to someone. Like what if someone wants to pay you a certain amount of money and, and he'll say that he doesn't really care about, you know, money because he's figured out this fucking cheat code. Right. But if someone wants to pay you for that service to be like, dude, guide me through this, like one-on-one, show me how to do this. And he'll I say, no, he like you, that now, I, I if he is he, doing that I, now, that's, that's helpful. Yeah, he was talking about taking clients, and I think the reason he stopped short of giving a concrete way of doing it is could be legal reasons, like you're not allowed to give legal advice unless you're an attorney or whatever. Right, right. Also because he's made it very clear, he's learning as he goes. All the things he's talked about so far, it's just shit that he's learned. The next show, he'll be like, here's some more shit I learned. So I think he's trying to like organize it and categorize it in a way that would be easily digestible to the average person who wants to try to do this stuff. I just don't think he's there yet. And he's basically said the same thing to me. He's like, I, I'm, I don't know how to go about this quite yet, but I'm doing research on it and I'll get back to you, you know, when I figure out this method or whatever. So yeah. I was irritated by that too, because I'm like, okay, I get the idea. I get the the whole idea behind all this, but how do I start? Like, how do I, how do I do it? And I never really got those answers yet, but I think it's coming, but who knows? We'll see. Yeah, dude. dude I mean, uh, the economic got a valuable service. <laughs> if, if that's a real, if that's a real thing, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it was funny. I, someone, someone approached me and they were telling me like they had proof that he was affiliated with some fucking deep state shit and all this stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, get the fuck out of here. Like, unless you're because they were saying, are you willing to do an episode talking about how he's lying about all this shit? I was like, no, like not at all. Like I had him, I vetted him before he, you know, came on, um, you know, basic vetting. I wasn't like, I, you know, meticulously going through his shit for years. But once I found out who he was, it's like, okay, let's see what this is. The, the, the terminology he uses is legit, right? The things that he he talks about definitions and all that stuff. It's, I mean, yeah, to me. I mean, I'm going to if you're saying, like, go go with what this dude is saying or go against it. I'm going with what he's saying. So that's what was annoying is that this piece of shit fucking person um, was was sitting there trying to fucking, you know, tell me that I had to do this shit with my show. And, um, you know, it made me it, it did make me question where he was coming from. But at the same time, it's like this dude is sharing information that, you know, to me, it sounds fucking legit. It sounds real. Like, why is your name spelt in all caps on, on you know, your birth certificate, mm-hmm. your fucking, like, anytime you see that on your social security, the state that you're living in, when you're dealing with legal documents, it's all in capital letters. That's a weird thing. That's not normal. You can, I mean, everyone knows how to read lowercase and uppercase letters. Why are legal documents all uppercase? And that has to be some kind of technicality thing when you really think about it. So it's all technicalities. Yeah. And and we covered on on the, on this show with the social security card with the 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 back number or whatever with the letter uh designates you to a, a certain bank 
And then we that led into us post office. Yeah, going into the the post office system. So I don't know. I, I think the I, I think it's real, but I think a lot of people, including myself, are, I, I kind of side with Joe. It's like, you know, I, I, I got to see some of this come to fruition because if I'm going right. to do this, I, it, it's it's going to be a fucking battle. And, and there, there's videos of other people doing it on either Reels or TikTok or whatever. You know, hey, I don't need a driver's license. I'm not driving commercially. Yada, yada, yada. I'm just picking one one little thing. But they go through a lot of fucking rigmarole just because it's like, well, everybody thinks you need a driver's license. No, I have the right to travel, just like the whole taxes thing. And people are like, well, I don't know if I want to go through all that headache because if I get up in the morning and I drive to work and I get pulled over for something, okay, sometimes I'll let you go. Okay, I might get a $50 fine because I had a headlight out or whatever. I'll just pay it and go about my way rather than getting tied up in all these legal systems and then you're missing work and, you know, it just becomes a big headache. And I think it's all by design. They, they do that. So people won't know oh, yeah. their actual sovereign rights. Why it's extortion because yeah. they're, they're giving you an easy way out by paying them instead of going through the actual, you know, the rights you have and all that stuff. They don't, so cops don't give a shit about your rights anyway. I think that's been proven over and over right. again. And if you try to pull this type of shit with the average cop, you're probably just going to get arrested eventually. Like, And, yeah, you might get that expunged later. You might uh, even get some damages from it. But how far do you want to take this and you know interrupt your life? Convenience. Yeah. Don't do mm-hmm. it. It's inconvenient. Yeah, what's uh, what's two hundred bucks versus you know six months in jail or whatever? You know, like that's the way that they there, do it. But yeah, there are some simple things. Not simple, but uh, we had another guy on a, a couple times named Andrew Benjamin, and he's kind of in the same vein of this legal stuff. And he kind of goes about it a lot more simply. He got arrested for something. His day in court, he's in there, and they're like, "Are you Andrew Benjamin?" And he's like. Or is this you? The way they worded it was weird. And he was like, that sounds like something people call me sometimes, but I'm just a man. And they yeah. were like, are you Andrew Benjamin? And he's like, I, I don't know. I don't speak legalese. I'm here under duress against my will. And I don't even know why I'm here. And I can't speak your language, your legal language. They ended up throwing the whole thing out. I, you'd have to go back and like ask him about exactly how he did that. But he he didn't even know what he was doing at the time. He just knew the basics of... No, I'm not that that legal name, that all caps name. That's not me. That's not me. That's the that's the trustee. I'm the beneficiary. And a lot of people will go into this kind of thing too. But it's just interesting. I mean, you can get away with some shit if you know a couple key words or who knows. They're just playing dumb almost. Like playing dumb and then saying that you don't right. consent. Like yeah. that, those yeah. are the two big hey, things. Do you understand? Do you understand? And you say no, because I don't speak your fucking legal language. What are they going to do? And they can't even prove that you're that legal name. They, there's no way to prove that because you aren't. You're a, a person, mm-hmm. not not an all caps name. It's just it's really it's a mind fuck to go through how how this system is run and how hopefully we can get around it somehow. Yeah, man. Uh, Joe, did you have any uh, clips that? Uh, um, that any other clips there? Yeah, one more little article here. I don't know if there's a video or not. I just thought. This was fucking funny because <laughs> Planet Retard. Hang on, let me move this. <laughs> that bat face is sick. Dude. <laughs> I 
I have a little bat in a case in my house. All you right. do? So, the serotine bats use penises in bizarre ways during sex, scientists say. <laughs> uh, I just thought it was funny. I, I read this most of this article, but it's funny because... Uh, all right. So Switzerland studied the serotine bat, which has a penis about seven times longer than its partner's vagina. Oh. Wow. Damn. The animal also has a heart-shaped dickhead that is seven times wider than the vaginal opening. So, I mean, talk about luck. The size and shape, in theory, makes penetration impossible. However, the researchers say that bats use their oversized penises like an extra arm to push the female's tail sheath out of the way. (laughs) (laughs) Creative. So the unique use of the appendage, (laughs) the appendage allows the bats to engage in contact mating, a behavior more commonly seen in, in how birds reproduce. I mean, they're kind of half birds. Yeah. Uh, So we thought maybe it's like this dude, author, somebody says, we thought maybe it's like in the dog where the penis engorges after penetration so that they are locked together or alternatively, maybe they just couldn't put it inside. But that type of copulation hasn't been reported in mammals until now. So it's funny the way that they actually bang. Uh, the studies found that during mating, the male bats grasped their partners by the nape and moved their pelvises in a probing fashion, as you do, until they made contact with the female. At this point, they remained still and held the females in a long embrace very romantic. These lasted some 53 minutes on average with the longest incident stretching to 12.7 hours. Oh, damn. <laughs> Jeez. That's uh, I think too much. The doctor after that long. Yeah. You know, well, the, and the put it into perspective for the, how, how long do these things live? That's like having sex for two weeks for a human, probably. Yeah. yeah. And just, and it's just a hug. Like it's a sex hug. They just like sit there. That's you crazy. know what I think about sometimes, like actually a lot when sex comes up, there's no proof that I've ever had sex. There's proof, Joe, that you've had sex, right? You have a kid. Ghost, there's proof that you've had sex. There's no proof that I have. What if I just never done that before? And I'm like, you know, when you grab boob, what is that? And 40 year old virgin, when he's like, when you grab a boob and it feels like a bag of sand. Bag of sand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're like, what? What the fuck are you talking about? But no, man, it is. Uh, I feel like, you know, for some reason, maybe it's society. I feel like it's like a bad thing to not have a kid mm. at my age. It feels it's, weird. Um, it, if you it, haven't, don't, no, don't bother yourself. Just don't do it. It's not worth it. Well, my thing is, it's not really about raising a child or raising a productive member of society. It's just proven that I've had sex. That's the big oh, thing okay. for me. I don't really well, care about the kid. Are, are you, you blow? Are, are your loads? Are your loads blood, or are they lo- are, are are they a, a white sub- substance that comes out? It's a bleachy white substance. That smells well, like bleach. Well, like, well, then oh. you then you've had you've you've had sex. I know I have. Um, <laughs> it's just funny to think about, like the idea, like the, like prove it. It's like how do you prove it? There's no video of me out there doing it. There's no, uh, there's nothing. But there could be. You might not know about it. Yeah, I hope not. That'd be wild. See <laughs> video, video of Ryan. You're like, hey, hey, giving thumbs up as he's looking back. He's like, yeah, what's up, man? What's up? Doing the American uh, American Psycho, like fucking a chick and just flexing in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I do want, we got here? I want to play this because uh, this is another uh, official. 
uh, ex-Obama official, and Matt from the Great Deception sent this, and I he he was like cunt of the century. So we yeah. we have to play it. Okay. Oh, in, in Egypt will get your parents. Oh, go, 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 does your father like his fingernails? So they'll take them out one by one. Why should I go? Why should I go? Tell me why I should go. I'm standing here. What do you want to say about to the Muslim community about your remarks, Stuart? So this is multiple times that this dude's gone out there and done that because the other clip that I saw, he was talking during the day. Oh, do you have an, do you have a clip on it? No, Matt posted one that was like during the day where okay. this dude was like talking shit. Like, so he's just going around to fucking, you know, Middle Easterners and just talking shit about how fucked up their culture is, mm-hmm. um, which I agree, by the way, I agree that, you know, Middle Eastern culture is fucked up, but so is ours. So, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, you know, why didn't this cuck that was just filming him like what a pussy for filming well you know what I mean? and if the Why guy not get out there and beat this dude's ass if if the guy spoke english he could have said well and and i'm just this isn't my belief this is just me playing devil's advocate and if you want to push back and say hey mohammed raped um whoever well your god raped a 12 year old girl and got her pregnant gave us jesus yeah, I don't know. But we call that immaculate. You know what I mean? Like he's talking shit. I'm not. I'm not like necessarily agreeing or disagreeing with him. But he got charged with hate crimes for talking shit to somebody. That's, that's fucking my thing. scarier mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, that's way scarier. I talk shit all the time. Fuck. And it goes yeah, against your freedom like of speech. And I would say similar things like that. I wouldn't threaten someone, but I would say like, yeah, dude, your God fucking like, you know, uh, raped uh, uh, his daughter. You know what I mean? I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that. That's my thing. This pussy just filming. You know what I mean? Dude, that's that. Get out there and fucking handle the problem. You know what I mean? I I don't see why. I don't see. I don't see why this is like a, a thing that people actually feel that they should film and then just report it to authorities handle that's, your own fucking problem that's what we live in now people would rather passively record something and then vindictively post it later to social media and get all the likes and all the views than actually just dealing with their real life situation that's happening it's crazy i've seen yeah. i see it all the time people just videoing things and then they go about their day and they post it and they're like oh my god it's crazy i saw this thing what did you do about it oh you recorded it like everybody fucking else Good for you. Right. This is where we're headed. Yeah, go solve the problem. Solve it. I mean, I wish that, that, you know, violence wasn't looked at so poorly, right? But then it escalates. It escalates to stabbing and shooting. Like, just go out there and beat the fuck out of this dude. Like, 
It's yeah. not that hard to do. The guy was probably Turn younger. The camera first. Yeah. And then go out and beat his ass. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, it's I'll, just, it's nuts to me, man. I'll There's this out. really interesting thing going on in the UFC world. People know I'm obsessed with, with uh, you know, UFC betting and stuff like that. No. There's this fighter, Ian Gary. <laughs> no, not at all. There's this fighter, Ian Gary, that's a welterweight. He's a 26-year-old dude. He's uh, married to, I think, a 43 or 44-year-old woman, which, yeah, she's older, whatever. Uh, normally, I wouldn't have any kind of problem Watch with it. that at all. That's old Jen is. Well, I, that's my thing. That's why I said that. I, and not because of Jen. What's Jen going to do? Come kick my ass? But like no, my, <laughs> my thing is, like, She'll beat I you normally with wouldn't bat. have an issue with that. Listen, I wouldn't have an issue with that. But this 43-year-old, 44-year-old woman, however old she is, wrote a book about how to be a wag. Do you guys know what a wag is? No. A wife or girlfriend, wife and girlfriend, wag, wife and girlfriend, of a famous young athlete is what a wag is. She wrote a book on how to fucking catch somebody when they're on their way up in the sports world kind of be their handler, take care of them, do all this shit, make sure that you can get in, no prenups involved, none of that shit. You're just an older woman that's kind of grooming a younger athlete so that you can capitalize off of their future success. And this Um, dude is probably going to be a champion. Gold digger with extra steps. Yeah. Isn't that what they usually call that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but so the the proper term is a wag and it's a, it's a, Mm -hmm. you know, UK thing. And it's based around uh, football, soccer, right? And, you know, she's just kind of incorporated it into the MMA world because her last name is Machado. Machado is like Gracie, essentially, in BJJ, right? Mm -hmm. You know, you have wild, you know, dynasty names in in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And Machado is right up there with Gracie. Is she good uh, looking? a step behind. She's fairly hot. I can pull up a picture of her. Um, but Ian Gary, you know, this dude, it's, uh, it's hilarious, man. This guy, Sean Strickland, who's like an outspoken brash, just like American dudes, dude. He, he calls this guy a cuck. He, he says like the wildest shit. And, um, it's just hilarious seeing how he has, uh, has been like kind of like talking shit about this dude saying, Hey man, you're, you're a cuck. You gave up your name. I mean, this guy, his name was Ian Gary. Now he's Ian Machado Gary because you know, she made him take his name ah. and like all this shit. And it's just a wild story. Um, it, it's just hilarious. I don't care how hot I, you are. I don't care how much money you have and you want to wag me. I am not taking your last name, bitch. Sorry. There, that that, that just, that's right. There's just something. Call me a, a, a male chauvinist, whatever. I, 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 I don't know. I just not going to do it. But it gets worse. So, like I said, she's, you know, 20 years he older. He looks than, like he has he fucking is. Down syndrome. Well, he's Irish. Well, that <laughs> doesn't mean every Irishman is Downs, but he he has the Downs. He doesn't eyes. have Downs. He's just drunk. He has Down's okay. eyes. Look at his eyes. You, you cover up his mouth. Uh-huh. Come on. I, I'm going back to the, the Shane Gillis. You cover up his, his mouth, and he's, he's, he's got the eyes. Yeah, he's a daywalker. My thing, so, though, what I, dude, what I'm okay, wondering, so, is, is dude aware that she wrote this book and what's happening to him? Yes. Like, is he aware? And he's oh, totally yeah. in denial because that pussy must be phenomenal. That's and they why, have a kid together. It had to be. 
she's she's probably going above and beyond. You know, she, her giving to receiving ratio orally is probably insane. You know, she's, no she's way going she above doesn't and beyond. Cheat on him. Dude, he probably loves it. Okay, Joe, listen, dude. They fucking live with her ex-husband, and the ex-husband is his nutritionalist. What? What a massive turbo cuck. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, my God. Nutritionist is the word I was looking for, not nutritionalist. He's but a yeah. bitch. I mean, this is them. This is him as a kid with Conor McGregor. I mean, they go way back. This is a story. Dude, this is a conspiracy going on right here with this guy. He's a bitch. It's a wild. He's a little bitch. That's what he is. He didn't have a mommy figure. He's a bitch. Yeah, it's an interesting story, though, man. It's huge in the MMA world right now. There's this channel, Red Pill MMA, that's talking all about this stuff. It's fascinating, man. There's conspiracies everywhere, and it's just fun to get into. That is um, true. Amazing and very disturbing. I love it. <laughs> very disturbing. Um, I've got two funny ones, because I'm sure we're about to wrap up here. Two funny ones, and then I'll pass it to you guys to wrap up with whatever else. I know we didn't get through too many clips today, but um, let me see what you guys think of this new energy drink new energy powder oh is this it, is, is a normal energy supplement with thousands of customers and hundreds of five-star reviews just tap it out give it a quick sniff and you're ready to dude i just saw this a couple weeks ago and uh i'm not gonna lie i kind of want to try it I, I, I think it's a it's a fascinating concept. Is, yeah, this is real. That that wasn't like a play on Coke. I mean, it is a play on no, Coke. No, no, no. You want a bump? You take a bump. You, you, it's Coke. Snortable, but. snortable caffeine. I can see this going south very quickly for actual addicts, though. Yeah, you're going to snort that whole damn bottle and go into cardiac arrest. Like, yeah, man. I mean, here we've I got want uh, a bump. This is Wannabump website, wannabump.com, if anyone's interested. Not sponsoring the show yet, but they will. <laughs> um, so, Wannabump, question mark, simply tap out a small pea-sized circle, but what if you want a quarter-sized circle? I mean, let's go. If you want a fucking pinky, let's do the pinky rails. <laughs> yeah, bring back the Coke nail. Simply tap out yeah. a small pea-sized circle of our energy-boosting powder, take a swift snort, and get ready to ride that lightning bolt of rejuvenation. Ride the white horse of rejuvenation. Wild. I mean, this is a real thing. <laughs> How long until this is sold at the uh, little Habib gas stations? Like, it's got to uh, be soon, right? Six months to a, a year. Right. I hope it's done soon. Um, and then last funny clip here. Here we go. I want this. Lego has partnered up with the Illuminati to give us their biggest set yet. Epstein's Island. <laughs> Recommended for 18 plus ironically you get to cover up every inch of where it all went down with the people who call this place paradise coming in at over twenty thousand pieces you get the entire mansion with three party scenes you get Ghislaine and epstein at a disco trump and clinton hitting a hillary pinata and last but not least uh you have gates pissing in the sink I don't really want to build that, but I guess he would be that guy at the party. So kudos to them for nailing down his dislikability. So, so yeah, uh, Lego Epstein's Island. I don't know where they're going to put this in source. Lego. <laughs> oh, my God. Solid, dude. Love the way. Love. If that was a real thing, I know it's not. 
I don't care how much that thing is. I am building it. It is funny. Um, I got a, I got a couple funny ones. I'm going to start with this one. Oh, you want to try some of my pasta? Oh, I'd love to, but I'm allergic to gluten. That must be so hard. Excuse me. Could you not? I'm allergic to cigarette smoke, okay? Sorry. Thank you. Is someone eating yogurt? Because I'm extremely lactose intolerant. Even though you're eating it, I can get sick. Are you suffering from a made-up allergy that you invented to get attention? Then reach for Claritin, the fake Claritin for fake allergies. I say I'm allergic to gluten when really I'm just on a diet. Claritin helps reinforce my lie. If I don't like something, I say I'm allergic to it, so it seems more urgent. And Flaritin's got my back. Take Flaritin. Rice. Meat. Deodorant. Squirrel Day. Red Armistice. Los Angeles. Small penises. Grab. And Italian. So you can put skeptics <laughs> in their place. Are you really allergic to gluten? Well, I just ate some bread and I just my pants. Thanks, Flareton. If you can't fake it, make it with Flareton. So reach for Flareton today. Oh. That's good. What the <laughs> fuck? Flareton. 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 Gonna go get my I Flareton like today. I like this one too. Isn't it funny how no, we name oh. some animals when they become food, but not others? It's like some animals are just considered too cute to eat, so we have to give them a different name to trick ourselves into thinking Veal. that we aren't eating them. Not fish or chicken. Uh, they're ugly and bug-eyed, so we don't care about them. But cows? Cows are cute, so we have to call them beef. Venison instead of deer because deer are cute. Pork instead of pig, because pigs are cute. Mutton instead of sheep, because sheep are cute. McRib instead of raccoon or squirrel, because raccoons and squirrel are cute. <laughs> That's hilarious. Exactly. I actually found a thing of a dude making raccoon stew, and it looked fucking disgusting. Well, let me play this one last clip, and it's everybody's favorite down-home um, just favorite fast food, I guess. And it says my page is unresponsive, so I'll come back to it later. So you play your raccoon. Are shit. you talking about the Taco Bell orgy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I heard about this. I wish that uh, I was oh, invited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I heard about that too. That's that's amazing. <laughs> A girl got fired it for great. it. It makes makes me want to go there more than Del Taco, even more than I already did. She walked in and saw uh, saw her her coworker being fucked by her husband as she's pleasuring two other men at the same time. Getting a train yeah. man on her. <laughs> well, I thought Joe? this was funny. Like everybody, I, I've always said on the show, like I can't stand bro country, like new country. It's right, just the worst. But uh, and no hate if you listen to it, whatever. But this embodies exactly why i feel that way this guy it's called dare i ruined it great fucking page he does uh youtube instagram everything like that but you, you gotta listen to the right he puts the words up there but j yeah just listen 
Earl Creek Boots Truck, Tan Lakes Train, Dog Beer, Dixie Cup. Got a beer in my beer and a Chevy truck. Got a dog at the wheels, but all cheese stir. Dirt road, bad road, beer, long, red, white, and blue, girl, fine. I got my boots in the dirt. Got the dirt from a dirt road beneath my truck. Got the got truck my from a girl. He's got the dirt. I got the dirt. Got the dirt from the dirt. Got the dirt from the dirt. Got the dirt. Got the dirt from the dirt. Fish bait tailgate small town, y'all cakes on whiskey shop fake southern draw. Red dirt amen farm double wide beer 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 and I'm proud of my pride. Got a beer <laughs> in my truck, got a dog at the so I thought that was the best part. I'm proud of my pride. In memory of well, country music, 1922 to 1990. <laughs> that's I the thing. Dude, it is just like straight up, like all these, these country music people that grew up rich. Let's be real. All these fucking musicians today grew up as like Disney kids or they just grew up yeah. really wealthy. And then they brag about being from a small town. It's like you don't need He's to hurting. brag about being from anywhere. You're He's just from there. From- He's really like from LA and he's doing pop country. Like stop, just stop it. Yeah. Who Who are you talking about? I think Keith Urban. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like all these, they have to have freaking... those names though, too. Like Brad Paisley. They always yeah. have to do that name thing. You know, that's <laughs> crazy. Well, yeah. Dude, I mean, that's what uh Bush did. George, George Bush and the Bushes as a whole, they're from fucking Connecticut. They're not from Texas, right. they're from Connecticut, you know? And and they they popularized that whole um, yeah we're from small town America and all this shit dude Texas is a very corrupt state I know I understand it's supposedly the last bastion of freedom they fucking killed a president in that state and yeah. it was allowed to happen in broad daylight in the middle of the street in a rich fucking area under the bushes you know I mean? like it's wild so let's see if this will play okay and then we'll, we'll get out of here it won't so. Uh, well, just know there was an orgy that happened at Taco Bell. Hilarious. I think uh, OBDM covered that. I was laughing my ass off. Like, only at a Taco Bell. Like, what the fuck? Who does that? Well, well let me ask this before we before we do kind of the week. If there was a Taco Bell dish that you would have to be surrounded by while having an orgy, what would it be? <laughs> Mexican pizza. Mexican pizza? Okay. You stole my it's answer, like Joe. Sorry. Oh, sorry. That's my favorite thing there. I mean, I actually it's like really the Mexican good. pizza. It's so fucking good. Yeah, I can eat. I mean, countless. I need of those like things. three of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Phenomenal dish. So mine ghost. would be the it, pure ghost. You already know mine. In Chirito, the 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 yeah. chicken or steak in Chirito. It's the worst answer. I I, no. I tell him it is every time. He really would, shows what a piece of shit he is when he talks about how good the Inchirito is. It is. The Inchirito is a fucking enchilada sauce covered burrito. Yeah. That's all that it is. I'll rub that sauce <laughs> all over my fucking naked body. I'm so stupid. You know what I, you know what I miss from Taco Bell? 
the Cholito, the chili cheese burrito, the Cholito. Do you remember that in the 90s? Oh, my God. Yeah. Nothing gave me wild, insane farts like two of those bad boys <laughs> yeah. when I was like huh. 12. Oh, my God. Interesting. You know, Memories, the seven layer burrito was also really nice. They did away with that for some reason, but the seven layer was nice. Um, I don't know, man. But yeah, Mexican pizza for me all day. I think the Inchirito is just that, uh, you know, maybe it's because like they serve those at like Mexican restaurants here all over the place. And they're Isn't that called a wet burrito. Yeah, yeah. just a wet burrito or a chimichanga yeah. enchilada style. You yep. know what I mean? Um, we have them here everywhere. And maybe that's why I think it's such a bad answer. But for Ghost, that's his fucking go-to is the Enchirito. So followed up. Ghost by, is having an orgy with Enchiritos. All right. And the, the only other the the chicken soft taco, hands down, all day, every day. Okay. That's much better I, of an answer. I can't can't disagree on that. The chicken soft taco from Taco Bell is a classic. Yep. That's actually probably one of the safer ones to eat, too, as yep. far as diarrhea goes. With one packet of Diablo sauce and one packet of is fire their other hottest right under Diablo. Fire is the second yep. hottest. So yes. one packet of each and each of three bites done. Oh, yeah. Okay. So this is an interesting thing. Do you open the burrito up and put the sauce in there? Or do you put a packet of sauce uh, for each bite? Uh, so that's a complex. I open it up. <laughs> I, I, I pour a packet of each inside it and then I fold it back up wow. because they just, they, they serve it in a, a soft shell taco style. So if you don't fold it up at the bottom and refold it, everything falls out. So you got to refold it because they don't know how to fold. So them. I, I, I do it as I go. So if yeah, I'm going me to a cool um, Mexican, like authentic Mexican restaurant, which we have a couple up here, authentic, whatever for Northern California, but they make burritos the size of my fucking forearm. Yeah. And, mm. So I'm not fucking with that. I take, and the sauce doesn't come in packets like Taco Bell. You put them in little ramekins, you know, and dump that shit on there. Yep. So I'll get a, the salsa. And as I'm eating it, I'm dumping it onto the, the bite. Yeah. Take the bite. And then you dump more on. It's the only way to go. It's the I'm proper not, way to eat Mexican food is not, not mixing salsa in. You have to dump the salsa in as you go. That's the proper every way. bite. Yes, so every bite. are you guys uh, a French fry at a fast food restaurant and a little packet of ketchup and you do a little dollop on each little handful of fries. And you dip fries. No, that's that's wildly different. Ghost, stop okay. it. Okay, you dip fries. Dip fries. All right, right. Uh, yeah, I know you're learning stuff today, but it's okay. I mean, you're on the East I, Coast. I, you, you, I know, you guys fries. do things different. Yeah, I dip fries, but I'm going to open that taco and I'm going to put my hot shit in there. So I have okay, it every single fine. bite. Burrito. Especially when it's the size of my forearm, I'm not opening that thing up. A taco, easier. You just spread the flaps and then. Well, if I'm at a restaurant like that, yeah. But yeah, we're a talking taco, taco is Bell. different than a burrito, by the yeah, way. A we're taco, talking taco, you taco put Bell. the salsa on it. We're talking fast food here. So it's like you open that shit up, you refold it so it doesn't fall out, and you're eating it in your car on the go. You're just blah, 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 eating it down like you're, you're fucking chugging a cock. No, I tried doing that. I can't it with my line of work. I cannot eat one of the burritos up here while I'm driving. It does not work. It gets all over my fucking pants. I got to wait till I'm parked. Then I go to town. Well, yeah, it's not. Yeah. You got to practice more. Well, we derailed nicely. This is great. Yeah. 
Let's yeah, let's wrap up here. Like, I gotta take a piss. She walked in for the holiday um, party. Lexile. She had her bowl of guacamole there to be able to serve. And when she got in there, the windows were covered with wrapping paper. And she alleges that the cameras were also covered as well. This all according to the lawsuit. Well, she says she went outside of the parking lot to mingle. And when she came back, she found most of the employees were completely intoxicated. Again, that's according to the suit. And she even says one employee was having sex with his wife in the restaurant while his wife was engaged in intimate acts with two other people. She says that this all went on for a long time. She says in the lawsuit that she told the supervisor about what was going on, and the supervisor threatened to fight her inside of the Taco Bell. She then says she left, came back to get her bowl of guacamole, only to find other employees vomiting in it. She alleges that when she filed an HR complaint, the two employees and the supervisor were ultimately fired, but then she was receiving threatening messages, letters, and uh, her windshield was broken more than a week after the party, again, all of this according to the lawsuit, she says that management offered to transfer her to another store. She says that's not enough. That's why she's filing the lawsuit now. Turn a couple of publications request for comments. Corporate for Taco Bell, though, says that the uh, owner expressed a frustration in all of this and, ups- and is looking into the matter. Taco Bell, by the way, corporate does not own this. Taco Bell doesn't ha- really have any say in this. An employee there says. So there's the story. <laughs> and there's there, there's a story. Uh, I don't really surrounded have any. Surrounded by enchiladas. What's that? It's surrounded by enchiladas. Oh, fuck yeah. Now, I know we didn't really touch on, because it happened, what was it? Uh, Monday or Tuesday when a car, like, blew up on the Canadian border or whatever, and, and everybody thought. Yeah, yeah, I thought something about that. Yeah, everybody thought it was a terrorist attack. They shut down the, the borders because of that. We can't shut down the borders for anything else. But it turns out that the the, the driver of the car suffer, suffered a, a medical condition, more than likely a heart attack or something. And his is that the one where the car fucking launches, yes, like gets air, uh, air. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was wild look. And they thought, oh my god, there's so many explosives in there. No, no explosives were found. And you know he they both died unfortunately, but it was due to a medical condition. So we're not going to cover. Anything on that being possibly related to terrorism? Well, in good news, they don't have any more medical conditions anymore. So no, they don't. Story. Yeah, they're good. They're in a better place. Yeah, they are. You Hopefully. were taking a piss, and you're like, "How is all this piss coming out of my body right now?" <laughs> Every time, Beer that was probably seven pounds of pee that I just got rid of right now. I'm not even kidding. Kim even commented. She's like, "That sounded like a lot." Um, ready for when you're on the uh, plane because I I tend to drink a lot when I'm on planes and I don't want to get up and inconvenience people so I I wait till it's at the brim of my dickhead Mm -hmm. like I'm like okay really bad for you by the way yeah I know but I uh, I got up and finally peed and like 10 minutes later I'm like leaning against the wall I'm like I'm fucking bored now like can (sighs) you stop how is that even possible that all of this, it's like a gallon of pee. Like, but at fuck? first it feels like you're coming. Like yeah, it you're feels like, like it's oh, just that yeah. first release. Yeah, oh. The first gush is like, oh, and then it's just, and then it's just like, okay, let's get this done with. Wrap but yeah, up. man, let's do cunt of the week so that Joe can go pee. And we Why don't you go out. fuck yourself, dickhead? You are a cunt, 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 cunt. Oh, yeah. I always forget the dance. The big dance. It's just Middle fingers. Middle fingers. Joe, your guest. You're the bean of the week. What do you think of Cunt of the Week? Someone we covered today. Or? It's hard to pick, it's hard to pick just one. I'm, 
I, I love a meme I found the other day that said, no lives matter. You're all cunts. Fuck you. So I'm going to pick every listener as the cunt of the week. Fuck you guys. Oh, no, <laughs> wow. That's nice, actually. That's never been done before. <laughs> that has a never fresh been perspective. Done. Making headlines. I like it. Yeah. Thank you for coming on, Joe. Yeah. Uh, yeah Ryan, your turn. Y- you go because I, I ha- already have mine picked. I-, I think I know who yours is. Um, I mean, I don't really have one. Um, go, go with yours. Who do you got? I, I'm going to do the one, uh, that Matt sent with the, uh, the dude that was belittling, uh, the Muslim community because he thinks he has freedom of speech. Oh, okay. But, you know, at, at the end of the day, if you rewatch that, he was, he was threatening. He's like, you know, we can pull your fingernails out one at a time, you know, just trying to be a fucking hard ass dick. You're just being a fucking cunt because you think you're an entitled motherfucker. I will second that motion. That guy was a fucking cunt. Yeah, he is a piece of shit. Um, I'll go with something a little more lighthearted. I'll go with that uh, Layla Machado Gary, the uh, wag of Ian Gary, the lady that uh, is grooming the young, talented individual. She's living off her father's name and uh, just apparently... She is a, a bad person. I mean, that is a rotten thing to do. Um, yeah. So, yeah, man, women out there, you know, they should be mad about these things. This isn't women empowerment. This is this is setting women back generations when people do things like this. When women do manipulation, like this. there's a difference between empowerment and manipulation. Yeah. One is right. bad. Yeah. yeah. Cardi B setting women back generations by bragging about fucking date raping dudes and stealing their money. And wet ass um, pussy. Yeah, well, wet wings is a is a fun thing. What, yeah, or, what, or what wing, wings and pizza. We can all in wings and pizza. We can all get behind it. I want nothing to do with that bitch's wap. No, nothing to do with. Don't don't get it near me. Go away. I'm sorry. I think that she has a fucking incredible body. I will say that, and and people will disagree. But I think, I mean, holy shit. I would have sex with Cardi B. I mean, and I'm not maybe, afraid to admit it. There's so many other levels that make her unattractive. That I, I no, just go away. I'm not doing it, but I don't blame sure. you. Yeah. yeah, I mean, she doesn't need to talk, you know, she doesn't need to say anything. We can just unfortunately, she raps or whatever, so she's gonna be talking, bro. Yeah, she'll probably be freestyling while I'm uh, here. Yeah, here's my little, response you know, to uh, wanting to fuck Cardi B. No, 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 did not come to uh, it. didn't hear it. Well, it will, <laughs> yeah, on, it will on the uh, actual recording. <laughs> yeah, oh. I, I I know. I'm sorry. I, I I would do it. Um. Well, you might have to send me your recording if I can put it out on my feed because yeah, I am I recording, but that didn't show up. So we'll I'll, we'll pick whoever's turned out the best. But I did have to play this for uh, Ryan before we go. Gay Hitler. Gay Hitler. Gay yeah, Hitler's fun. Gay Hitler. What is that from? I it was one of your cut shows. I don't know. I have it in my soundboard though. So. You ripped something Gay off Hitler. of our uh, our group text. It, it, I I sent it um, an audio message, and all of a sudden, right after I sent it, you're like, it, it gave me a notice. It said, uh, "Joe uh, captured or or uh, took that audio message. Saved it. Saved it. Yeah. We <laughs> fucking hate midgets." <laughs> good stuff i have a couple of you guys i have so many fucking pages on my soundboard now though i know i got another one of ryan somewhere but oh fuck i have to look for it my favorite is piss pig are you a piss pig 
<laughs> piss pig. Piss pig's always nice. Oh, I had this. There was that. Just a fart? Yeah. Farts are always good. I'll have to mm. send you some new farts. Underrated. But yeah, guys, I, I mean, I thought this was a fun episode. Yeah, episode big, big episode 70, you know, nice one. We, we're almost to 100. So uh, go, um, you know, go do your thing. Wrap us up. And Joe, thank you for hopping on very much. This was a fun one. I mean, it was kind of my idea, but yeah. No, I, but I, like I said, <laughs> hey, I at least you, you coming on, dude. Hey, like, the only thing I can say is you didn't become cunt of the week and fall asleep on us. Oh, that <laughs> happened? Uh, yeah. yeah, it's happened. Oh. Damn. Which one was that? Give uh, me the number. Uh, 68, I think it was. <laughs> with yeah, with Catalyst. And, and we call him out. All he right. calls himself out. Uh, but yeah, he was like, this is my favorite show. And next thing you know, he's fucking snoring on the fucking couch. So he, he, he's, he's a lightweight. Yeah. He's a lightweight. He didn't, he didn't drink that much. He drank too much that day. It's okay. Dude, we told you he, uh, he came up here and stayed with us for a few days, uh, a couple months ago. Yeah. It was a fucking blast. Yeah. Yeah. He seems like a great, he's dude. a great he guy. Just fucked oh, up yeah. that, and it, it really pissed me off. Like Matt, Matt was laughing <laughs> so hard at how I was just fucking going in on him. Cause I was just, I mean, I was roasting dude. And, um, yeah, Matt thought it was hilarious, but and I'm like, you know, well, you know, we can give him a second chance. And Ryan's like, he's not going to second chance on cunt. He's not, cut. you you can have him on your show. He's not coming on here. I was like, okay, brother. All right. <laughs> I refuse to be disrespected. Even if it's accidental, I don't let that shit happen. Love so. it. <laughs> it was, a yeah, great, man, it was a great time. And Joe, with your beautiful, legit bat, thank you for being being of the week. I mean, holy shit. Great. I mean, you, like I said in the I top of the... I am the smallest between the two of you, so... What's that? I said I am the smallest between the two of you. Yeah, You're but you get... in the middle. Yeah, but you yeah, get yeah. the most pleasure, if you think about it. So on that note, uh, thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Conspiracy Underground. We are the Conspiracy Underground News Team, and Joe is Bean of the Week, and we will see you next Tuesday. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.